We are live. What's up, bro? What's going on? Much. All right, so this is uh, part two to our conversation. Um, definitely want to make this um, fun, you know, and, you know, we've both been looking at um, ways of improving the podcast every time we record. Uh, one thing in particular, we found this website, uh, designerthinking.com, gave us some questions. Um, since we're still, you know, trying to get to know each other, you know, it's newly found brothers and, you know, things of that nature. And, um, you know, we're also going to be talking today's topic or tonight's topic is going to be on um, growing up in Vegas. Growing up in Vegas, just giving you guys a, an understanding of who we are. And what we want to bring to you we want to make sure that you understand us as brothers and where we come from absolutely and um yeah we just think it'd be you know beneficial for for us you know just to you know talk about our upbringing and you know just to give you guys a snapshot of who we are you know and um where we come from so let's get into it bro let's get into it so question number one Yes. What's something people seem to misunderstand about you? One thing some people seem to misunderstand about me, <clears throat> I would tie it into growing up in Vegas. Uh, since a kid, uh, I've always come across as a, uh, I guess, uh, how would you say it? Um, a little stoic. A stoic. Yeah, where... Um, you know, it might be a little difficult for people to, I guess, approach me. Yeah. And, you know, I guess as you have a conversation with me, you find, you find out that, you know, it's it's more than just like, uh, I guess, uh, a brick wall. A brick yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? So, yeah, that's one thing that people misunderstand about me is, uh, you know, it's just my demeanor. You know, I take I take things seriously, which I do. But, you know, I'm also open to conversation. I'm also approachable. You just got to, you know what I mean? I'll speak to you. You, know, you got to have some barriers coming from where you come from. You know what I mean? Yeah, that too. You know what I mean? Just naturally, just instinct, instinct, you know, instinctively uh, having that, yeah. that wall up. So, yeah, um, I guess talking about growing up in Vegas. Um yeah, so I grew up in North Las Vegas. Um, it was probably about 15, 20 minutes outside of the Strip, the Las Vegas Strip, which is what Vegas is primarily known for, the casinos, yeah. the nightlife, and the lights, the glitz, and the glamour. But I actually grew up outside of that in a um, pretty typical neighborhood. Um, we have those. Yeah, right? We have typical neighborhoods. Uh you know, it was similar to most of other children's upbringing, you know, where you go outside, you play as much as you possibly can. Um, you know, on those hot summer days, you know, which Vegas gets extremely hot, um, we would still be out there, man, with garden hoses, drinking out of the drinking out of the garden hoses, you know what I mean? Nothing to do, man. So we made our own fun. Yeah, we made our own fun. We always imp improvised, you know, uh built ramps, you know, like for our BMX bikes, yeah. you know what I mean? Stuff like that, put soda cans, 
between the wheel wells, you know, the, the bike the playing making, cards, the yeah. playing cards, the playing cards, making little motorcycle sounds, little motorcycle sounds, you know what I mean? So yeah, the upbringing was, was good, man. Um, you know, it was definitely rough around the edges. I would say it was, um, it was Las Vegas is definitely like a, a just a, a different beast, man. You know, um, at a very early age, you're exposed to a lot that, um, that a, I guess a child isn't necessarily supposed to be exposed to because of, you know, where we come from, where, you know, it's a 24 seven type of lifestyle. Fast life, man. That's what they say. Fast life. Yeah. And you just, you just adapt and you, you know, you kind of, you know, you mature a lot faster. Um, I guess some, some experiences growing up, man, just, uh, you know, being, being young, um, not necessarily, I guess being raised, being raised, uh, I was raised by two women, my grandmother and my mother. Um, you know, shouts out to my mom and my grandmother, my grandmother, Cheryl, my grandma, or my mom, Lisa. Um, you know, my mom's always been in the healthcare field. My grandmother's also has also been in the healthcare field. It was kind of like a legacy type thing, you know, just kind of passing down. And uh, let me ask you a question. Can, yeah. can you tell me what you told me the last time about what your grandma means to you? Yeah. Okay. So my grandmother. So like I was saying, I was I was raised by my grandmother and my mother. Uh, we lived with my grandmother, uh, mind you, um, and. You know, she was just my grandmother. She was just really like the the rock yeah. of like the family. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, she had two boys and one girl. You know, my mom and my two uncles. Um, you know, one uncle was in prison for life, and the other, you know, uh, was you know murdered. Unfortunately, rest in peace to my uncle Seti. I want to hear about that story too, man, because that was an emotional story. And you know, uh, so many of us have these stories in Vegas, man. Uh, what do you tell us about your your grandma? Can you tell us about that? Yeah, yeah, I can move on into that too. Um, yeah, man, my uncle Seti, he uh, he was another another rock of the family too, man. He. Uh, he was just somebody that everybody looked up to. He was a, a positive role model in all of our lives. You know, my cousins, um, he had three boys as well, Tavion, Seti, and Demarcus, Truck G. Um, you know, rest in peace, rest in peace to him too. You know what I'm saying? His his son even passed away as well. Um, it just gets deeper and deeper, man. But let me maintain the speed here. So my, my uncle, Sadie was like a rocket of the family as well. Um, unfortunately, you know, he was involved in some, um, you know, the, the, yeah, the Las Vegas street business. Um, and, you know, unfortunately he passed away, man. Shot nine times in his, in his heart. And um, you seen him the night before that happened, right? I seen him the night of. The I seen night him the night of, yeah. During your surgery. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's another story in itself. But yeah, he was definitely he he left a positive impact on my life. Yeah. Um. Now back to my grandmother. She was another positive impact on my life because she uh 
she always taught me values. Um, she taught mom. She obviously she's my mom's mom, so yeah. she already you know has wisdom and everything else like that. She's older than me, you know what I mean. So, but you know she would always take the time to like break down like life in such a simple way yeah. uh, to the point to where she would uh, bless us with you know gems. I would jewels. say jewels. Yeah, mental jewels that we could take. You know, she taught us like savings. Organic um, facts. Right? Yeah, organic facts. You know what I mean? She taught me like the meaning of life basically through uh, uh, Christianity. You know what I'm saying? I was involved in the church life as well uh, as, a, as a youth. Um, didn't necessarily like it as much, you know, but, uh, you know, now that I'm an adult, I can appreciate what, uh, you know, the, you know, the values that was instilled in, in me, you know what I mean? That I still kind of carry to this day. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, so, yeah, that's that. Uh, moving on to, I guess, to you, man. Let, let me ask you a question. Fire off. All right, so, best. what is, or what should I ask you that I didn't know enough to ask? Um... I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know how far we got into it. You know, uh, growing up, man, I lost a brother. I lost a sister. So I know how much family means to me. You know what I mean? And, you know, I lost each time I lost a sibling. I was somewhere I shouldn't have been. I was always locked up. You know what I mean? Because that's what Vegas breeds. Vegas breeds game banging. You know what I mean? You had to make your own fun. And, you know, nine times out of ten, coming where we come from, our fun was different. It was against the law. You know what I mean? And each time, you know, I was being dragged down into something different when I should have been at home, man. You know, maybe if I was at home, I wouldn't have lost a sister. Maybe if I was at home, I wouldn't have lost a brother. You know, I didn't even get to go to their funerals. You know what I mean? And, that that's hurtful. My brother, I barely knew him. My first time meeting my brother was in Elko. We were locked up together. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I seen him when I was younger. I offered him, what you know, those little, uh, what were those little cars called? A little, little RC cars? Hot cars. Hot, yeah. hot wheels? Hot wheels. Hot wheels yeah. yeah, bro. I tried to give them all my hot wheels, man. Cause it's like, I was happy to have a brother because I didn't really know I had a brother, man. Yeah. It was just like, yeah. and you know, later on down life, man, you know, he lived in his foster care and we came out of touch, man. Is I, I, know what it's, I know what it means to value family, man, because mm. we lose so many coming from Vegas. You lost your uncle, you lost your cousin, and I mean, you probably lost a lot more because mm -hmm. nine times out of 10, coming where we come from, our family is in that life, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, speaking speaking to that too, um, yeah, I guess I said a lot there before too. Let me, I guess, unravel it a little bit. Um, you know, although my uncle said he was, um, you know, um, taken away uh, at such an early age, you know, he made such a positive impact on, you know, not only my life, but, you know, I, in, his, in his son's lives too, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
I can see still to this day, you know, uh, shout out to Tavion. He lives out in Maryland here, uh, you know what I mean? In the same state as us too. Yeah. Um, he goes to Bowie State. Shout out to Bowie State and shout out to Tay. Keep doing your thing, man. Um, you know, where, you know, it's just like built in them to have that like motivated mindset. They go get it mindset. Go get it mindset. That champion mindset. Like nothing, literally nothing can stop us you know what i'm saying like just just based off of like what was given to us at such a young age like to never quit yeah. you know what i mean to always always keep going never stop trying yeah. you know what i'm saying and um you know i really appreciate uh that being given to me at such a young age man and like still to this day like i carry it with me yeah most definitely man so and you know, if we didn't come from where we come from, we would probably never had that 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 mindset to just go get it, man. You can conquer the world if you put your mind to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, man. So um, let's talk about some of the things in Vegas, like we was doing, like growing up. I was just looking at a few things. Uh, this article that I was reading up on on this Las Vegas, on up Las Vegas, 15 signs you were born in Las Vegas. Um, born in Las Vegas. Yeah, and the website that I found it on was matadornetwork.com. So shout out to them. Um, yeah, so, so the first thing it says, you have a permatan. So, I mean, black people do tan. <laughs> um, you know, our skin tone does get darker. Yeah. It says, despite the fact that it's too hot to spend more than two hours outside a day, which is false because we spent more than two hours a day outside in the summertime. Getting roasted. Yeah, getting roasted, man. Just having fun. Like, yeah. you just kind of get used to it. Yeah. It says, uh, you, you basically get suntan um, out in the hot heat in the summer days. It's super hot. Um, you orient and give directions based on a beam from the Luxor. So the Luxor Hotel, like we definitely, I mean, the Luxor and the Stratosphere, you know what I'm saying? Like you can kind of give someone general directions if you can see that, like if you can point towards it and you can tell them like in that general area, like the strip, I used yeah, to work in the Luxor. Just head towards the Stratosphere yeah. and you'll be at the strip, you know yeah. what I mean? That's what I based uh, my direction. Yeah, you eventually meet Las Vegas Boulevard. Right. And, and yep. If you go to the strip, or if you're trying to go to the strip, go to the stratosphere. Boom. You're right there. Right there. Yep. And then the next thing I've seen is you cringe when people outside of Nevada pr pronounce Nevada Nevada. I got that Nevada. is one thing that really irks me, man. Like, I can't just say Nevada, please. Nevada. <laughs> yeah. Um, he says you are blind to almost all flashing lights except those on the top of a cop car. Well, that's true in two essences because number one, um, we're blind to almost all flashing lights because we were born in Vegas, and number two, we're black, so we have to know the difference between yeah, <laughs> flashing lights, of cop car lights, flashing yeah. lights yeah, on, on tops of cop, cop cars. You had to go. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, Let's see, it says, you know what water group you are? I remember growing up in Vegas, uh, they they put like a curfew 
on like the times you can actually water your lawn. Yeah. That was pretty crazy. And like, I just they still always, implement those to this day. Still to this day, right? In certain neighborhoods who can only water on like Tuesdays and Wednesdays. It's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty wild. At man. a certain time of day. Yeah, it's just wild. Yeah, it's like in the morning time or the evening. Yeah. You can't do it like during the day. And then, um, so no grass. Yeah, exactly. Like, pretty much nobody, like, all of Las Vegas, for the most part, if you have grass in your lawn, like, you really, really want a lawn because really, really, really it's, lawn. it's damn near impossible to maintain a lawn in Las Vegas in the scorching hot heat in the summertime. People pay for fake grass. Yeah, <laughs> and that's, that's the second biggest thing in Vegas is uh, fake, fake grass, grass and rocks. If you don't see fake grass, you'll see some rocks or some sort of like gravel. Most definitely. And like, <laughs> it's funny, man, because it's, it's so true. You know, um, spent thousands on fake grass. Crazy. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, and it, number 11, it says that you spent an inordinate amount of time at the station casinos. So in Vegas, they have a ton of like, uh, they have a ton of chain casinos yeah that are tag station so like yeah. i went to texas station uh that was station in north las vegas north yeah. town and basically we would just as kids we would uh go there and basically be there all day we would go to kids quest arcades uh movie theater you know bowling what I mean? alley. the bowling alley you know texas, what i'm saying yeah. and we would just always just hang around like big groups of friends and stuff like that you know what i mean yeah. It was cool. It was fun. It was dope. Yeah, man. Uh, Treasure Island. Back when, before they called it T.I. Yeah. Um, you know, having a Pirates Out, the Pirate Show. The Pirate Shows was dope. You should YouTube those. Go check them out. Yeah, check out Treasure Island, too. Pretty dope. Uh, let's see. What was the next one? You know that we just that uh, magician still exists as a profession. Oh yeah, magician still exists as a profession. Yeah, yeah, there's still tons of guys like practicing magic still to this day on the strip. David Copperfield, uh, yeah, Chris Angel, yeah, Chris Angel. Yeah, that dude was like floating or levitating above the Luxor. Yeah, you know that? yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, you know exactly what this dude is trying to hand you. So, for those of you listening, it's a guy with a baseball cap turned to the back trying to hand out flyers. Now, what are on these flyers? Well, let me tell you. On these flyers, they have naked women, uh, you know, girls that, you know, basically are okay for a good time. And... Uh, they pass those flyers around through the strip no matter your age it's crazy like I remember going through the strip or walking <laughs> on the strip as a kid and then literally handing me the flyers like I used to collect them as a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's just like straight up prostitution like they just letting you know like, hey it's out here it's you know what I mean here. at a young age it's, it's, it's wild man they had newspapers down there New, yeah, yeah, they had newspapers too. Like it was for free. Like yeah. you could just pull up the little lever and, and uh, snatch out the newspaper. Just be ones ready to go. Yeah, man. So yeah, we. I guess you know, as kids, man, you just get into a little bit of everything. So yeah, man. Uh, what else you got, bro? 
And uh, let's see what else we can find on here. I think that's everything. That's all the questions, that's huh? That's all the questions. Yeah. Now, there's a few other things that we're gonna start diving into uh, in these next uh, few podcasts, next upcoming podcasts, I should say. Uh, we really want to talk about the current events, um, the current issues, the current. Um, uh, the world as it is now, um, with everything that's going on. The situation that we're in today as two black brothers, you know, um, things is going on to this day, in this day, and to this day is affecting us, you know. We see it and we feel the pain and we want to put out facts. We want you guys to get to know us and that everything that we put out will be researched. You know, um, it's crazy. It's crazy with the prison system, with the cops' pensions, taxpayers' money, black neighborhoods that have been targeted for years. You know, we want to put that out there. We want to put out what Dr. Martin Luther King's real dream was and why he wanted to turn back. You know, um, we are not- Economic empowerment part. Economic empowerment. We are not racist. <laughs> no, we're not. I want to get that understood. Yes. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, we, 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 not at all, man. We love everybody and we believe that all lives matter. Yes. But at this moment, it is- Black, Black lives, lives matter. matter. Uh, I mean, forever, not just at this moment, but forever, because systematically we were meant to fail. There was nothing implemented for us once we gained our freedom. You know, it was it wasn't an equal race. Why you had mansions, we had to scurry and look for land, and most of that land was taken from us without any contribution. You know, we we want to get into this. Yeah. It's um <laughs> thanks bro. You uh you set the tone there, man. We um there's a lot of topics that we really want to cover with you guys and like you know, not only just for the listeners but for ourselves. Like this is going to be a fun thing. This is going to be a fun journey for us. We're like we're getting to know each other. Like I'm I'm trying to set the picture for you guys. We're we're literally getting to know each other and we're building this new thing this podcast that is going to be based off of facts like like my brother was just saying and it's just it's going to be fun right it's going to be topics that that people actually want to listen to uh you know relatable topics like we were trying to give you like for example this this episode right here we're trying to tell you who we are so that you can understand us so when we're explaining these facts and everything you can understand that we're coming from a good place we're coming from a good place and we're not going to try to mislead you this isn't a religion you will believe what you believe at the end of the day but we want to make sure that you take away jewels at the end of the day yes we want to make sure that you learn what really happened to the black culture you know um that's not all we want to talk about (laughs) right it's something that needs to be talked about right now 
Yeah. And we want to touch on it. Exactly. And bro, to, to I guess, finish what you were saying, uh, some of the things we, we want to talk about, um, you know, what this podcast is going to be about is, you know, things that are educational. So yes, uh, it's going to involve some politics, of course, you sure. know, because politics is literally in everything. We can't escape politics. So we have, we have to deal with it face, you know, face, you know, we, we have to deal with it, essentially. Health and wellness, um, that's key to life, you know, so we think that's important. So we thought that would be cool to cover that. Sure. Uh, finances, um, we're by no means are we experts in any of these areas. But like I said, this is a podcast where we are going to be learning and you guys are going to be learning along with us. Growth. You're going to be growing along with us. Exactly. So as we learn, we hope that you learn something too. Um, we're going to be talking about culture. We're going to be talking about history. We're going to be talking about mental health because I think as a veteran that mental health is one of the, uh, one of the utmost paramount, uh, priorities, um, for, for any and everybody, especially during this time. Now, uh, mental health is, is of the utmost importance, man. We got to keep highlighting mental health, man, because without that, you have nothing. Absolutely, brother. Mental health means everything. And, you know, um, there's things going on in this world, and it, a lot of it has to do with mental health, man. We lost a lot of our brothers to mental health. You know, we lost uh, a brother named George Lloyd, who was a Army vet. You know, he had a PTSD episode at a Walmart, and his life ended up being taken by the police because they didn't know how to deal with the situation. You know, um, these are subjects we need to touch on. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree, bro. Um, you know, let the, let the truth be free. Now you know. Now you know. <laughs>